everybody. Welcome back to Best Friends Club podcast. What? <laughs> podcast because we each have cats. <laughs> the pause cats. Pause. The Best Friends Club podcast. Cats. Cast. <laughs> blah blah blah. Okay. Jimmy flu flu. Oh, when we're done with this, remind me to send you the funniest. Okay, it's not maybe not the funniest, but it's this funny cat video. Okay. It's this guy. He's a comedian in New Zealand. I think we're just going to go with this. This will be our intro. Um, it's this comedian in New Zealand called Tom Sainsbury. Mm-hmm. And he often does like, he was called like the Snapchat comedian. And so he- you know how back when like we used to use Snapchat, you can swap your face with somebody else's? Yes. So he used to do videos with um, this politician's face. Oh. Her name is Paula Bennett, and she's always like, hi, sweeties. And so he would, like, do that with her face. And it was just, it was like him, like, putting on that. It was so funny. Kind of have to live in New Zealand to get it. But he did one where he put, he has, like, a cat face, Mm -hmm. and he's like, So every morning, I like to just jump across my mistress's face going, (laughs) (laughs) so funny. And then he's just like, he's like, ever since, he's like, when I first moved in, the kids that live here pulled my tail and I've never let them forget it. So what I do is every night I wait under their bed and when they walk in, I grab them with my claws and my teeth. (laughs) It's just so funny. Anyway. Oh, that's funny. I'll send it to you. Maybe I'll post it. That's what I'll do. I'll post it on our socials so everyone can enjoy. Post cat video. I'm going to be like, what on earth was I talking about? <laughs> okay. I'll post. Great. I hope everyone loves cats as much as we do. It's Best Friends Club Paws Cats. <laughs> Welcome to the Best Friends Club Paws Cats. Uh, I'm Renee. Paws. It's cats. I'm apparently Ashley. <laughs> or a cat. Oh, and... And we're, this is episode two, nope, <laughs> season two, episode 23, the one with the chicken pox. The one with the chicken pox. Have you had the chicken pox? I can't remember. I was trying to think of this last I night. I have. I thought so. I was going to ask you too. Yeah, I had it when I was really little, like um, still living back in California. Oh, okay, you were like really four little. Or five. What about you? Um, I had it when I was maybe nine or ten. I think I was in fourth grade. Oh, that's quite old for the pox, isn't uh, it? Well, my sister got it first. Some kid in her class had it. So she was maybe seven or eight. And then I was yeah. nine or ten. And then my mom was like 37. Oh, no. Yeah. She hadn't had it? No. And my parents tried as soon as my sister got it. Like she basically was like quarantined. We were all quarantined. My dad had had it, so he was, like, trying to keep everything running, keep my mom away from us. But it's, like, you, you once you it's have impossible. it, you've been contagious usually for a while. So it's, like, yeah. she was bound kind of to get it since she had probably been in contact with us over the last, you know, when Three we first days, got it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, oh. it was rough. She had it really bad. It made her really, really sick. And I was actually thinking that Phoebe and Charlie Sheen don't seem all that sick. They're just itchy. But they're quite old to have it. I was thinking that, too. I remember hearing as a kid that it's so much – because, like, you know, when you're a kid and you're like, wow, this sucks. And I remember everybody being like, just be happy you have it now because it's so much worse as an adult. Yeah, it's actually quite unsafe for adults to have it. 
Um, yeah. It makes them so much more sickly. Do you remember how you got rid of it? What do you mean how you get rid of it? Like, so when I, I all I remember from having the chicken pox is that my mom put me in some kind of oatmeal bath. Yeah. That's just to that help that it. was like helpful. Well, it like just stops itch. it from being itchy. Yeah. There's no, it's just uh, a virus. So your body like works it out like it does the flu or whatever. Um, and once your symptoms are gone, you're not contagious anymore, but you still have the virus in you. Like, like mono, it just stays dormant in you forever. Yeah, forever. Yeah. Um, so technically we time. all currently have the chicken pox. Um, okay. Do we want to start where it opens? Mm-hmm. So... Well, it's not, I guess there's not heaps going on in the very beginning, but that kind of sets the scene. So it's like they're in the coffee house. I just really like this opener um, Mm -hmm. where Rachel brings over a muffin and she's like, okay, sorry, you guys, to Chandler and Monica. And she's like, but we only have one banana muffin left. And Chandler grabs it. And Mm -hmm. Monica's like, oh, I ordered it first. And... And so he licks it, and then he's like, okay, here you go. You can have it. And she's like, ew, gross. And so then she licks the rim of his coffee cup, and she's like, well, enjoy your coffee. And he's like, "Mm, that cup was here when I got here. Oh, yeah. I think it's so funny. I didn't realize it was only in season two, but that's such a memorable opener. Mm -hmm. I love it. And so Phoebe busts in. Oh, no. Yeah, Phoebe busts in. First, and says um, that her submarine guy, Ryan, who submerges every two years, um, or however many years he submerges, is coming to town for two whole weeks. So she's really excited. And then Ross mopes in. Hi. Hi. Because Bullcut Ben has the chicken pox. Classic and Ben. And they kind of... <laughs> Ernie's least favorite character. <laughs> um, and so... So he's like, yes, if you haven't had it, you're probably going to get it. And they're all like, yeah, yeah, I've had it, except for Phoebe. And she's like, oh, I haven't. And then she's like, oh, and a pox pox shows up. And so basically, yeah, so Phoebe gets the chicken pox right before her submarine guy, Ryan, comes to town. Okay, so here's a question. Very important. If somebody licked a muffin, would you still eat it? If your friend licked a muffin. (laughs) Um, yeah, I probably would. I would. Monica's pretty neurotic about germs. Would you? I know. I would. But she also licked his coffee cup that in theory she thought he had been drinking. So I don't really get her logic. And instead she just licked some random coffee cup instead. Because he could just turn the cup around and drink from the other side that she didn't lick. Right. I would still eat the muffin for sure. I'd be like, just cut it down the middle. I don't care. But yeah, maybe I'm a weirdo. Too. I'd probably just... I guess yeah, it depends I on how much know. I wanted I the muffin. I think we just like muffins, yeah. <laughs> if you licked a muffin, I would still eat it. Same. If I wanted it. Yeah, same, same. If you, like, if you like threw up on it, then I wouldn't. <laughs> that's the That's the, <laughs> that's, the cut that's what off. I have to do. That's the cutoff. If you touched it with your foot, I wouldn't eat it. <laughs> oh, I would still eat it. So you, if you have a foot muffin, then I, you, that's yours. That's fair game. <laughs> but do you know, we're never going to argue over a muffin because... I'd just let you have it. No, nah, maybe we'd split it in half. Yeah. If it was a slice of bread, you could have it. Okay, thanks. A muffin. If it's a drumstick, you can have it. Thank you. <laughs> Does Matt agree to this? Yeah, I think so. Because he's probably part of Okay, cool. Anyway, um, um, was there any more to that? No, that they're just all like making innuendos and Chandler can't say anything because he's shoved oh, apparently the so entire funny. muffin in his mouth. 
That's right. When when she's like, and Rachel's like, wait, so this guy goes down for two years, and Chandler's like, <laughs> and she's like, that'll teach you to lick my muffin. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah, I do like that as an opening. Um, and so so then it goes to the part. So let's talk about um, Phoebe and Charlie Sheen, since we've already mm-hmm. kind of talked a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so she's like trying to look pretty for her, her, <laughs> her navy boy. Yeah, what? in her nineties like, homeschooled, multiple layers. I'm like, what? Okay. What, like, yes. Mormon commune is this outfit from? I was With like the French braid and bangs. Literally wrote down why is she dressed like a kindergarten art teacher this entire episode? Except for the very wrote, end, she's a cute dress. I wrote like a homeschool mom in the nineties. <laughs> both correct it's all true yeah and if really if anyone's watched big love all i can think is this is how the women dress in the the compound all these like um mormon the french braids stuff (laughs) yes the long french braids with the wispy bangs and the like smocky on the plaid lace so many things so much fabric it's a lot. It's a lot of trends. And then and to contrast, at the end of oh maybe it's because she's got the pox, so she's trying to cover up. I don't. I didn't really think about uh, that. Until yeah, because at now. the end she does wear that cute little sundress. I was gonna say that sundress at the end is like one of my favorite Phoebe outfits. It's, it's so, so cute. cute. I'd wear, and I'd I wear feel it. like it's That's really okay. in right now. <laughs> yeah, agree. Yeah, um, yeah, you're right. Maybe it is because she's supposed to, in theory, have pox all over her arms and legs. Gotcha. I didn't really think about that. So that no, makes I more didn't sense. either. Okay, we'll give you a break then, costume designers and Phoebe. Maybe um, like better hair instead of a French braid. Yeah, I don't know why the French braid are like the really high ponytail with the giant bangs. But hey. Um, Whatever. So she's getting, she's trying to like look pretty and they put, I don't know, toothpaste on her chicken pox all over her face. Like, No, it's blotchy. calamine lotion. <laughs> oh, I was like, why is that concealer so blotchy? <laughs> it's calamine lotion. It's like a pinky white milky stuff is it supposed it to help calms itchy the, mm-hmm, calms like the an itchy. antihistamine okay that makes mm-hmm. sense okay well that makes sense and so um and then her guy walks in and the, he didn't walk into a like an uproarious yeah i know i was applause. wondering about that maybe they didn't have a live audience for that one or maybe charlie sheen just wasn't a thing yet he wasn't crazy yet this was like he's pre-meltdown. Emilio Estevez's brother. Yeah, and Martin Sheen's son. He was still in stuff, right. I think, at this point. Yeah, he was. He was I in think, some movies and stuff, but I don't know if he was a big... Maybe they just cut out the big crazy, like... Because were they really doing, like... I don't know. Maybe they cut it out or maybe people you know, don't like him. I guess, I mean, because they did a woo for Rachel's mom. Right. When she walks in. And and didn't um didn't Tom Selleck get a Yes, Tom Selleck did, but yeah. he was also Magnum PI. Right. Okay. So and maybe Rachel's Charlie mom was that girl. Enough. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And okay. he maybe is just Emilio Estevez's brother. I kind of think that maybe they didn't have live audience for this episode. I didn't find anything confirming that, but I feel like mm. most of the cameos get something. Um, I just did find out that Charlie Sheen's voice was used in All Dogs Go to Heaven 2. 
So he must have been a big star. I didn't even know there was a two. I don't think I did either. I liked the first one. I loved the first one. I had a um, dance recital to the main song. Oh, cute. (laughs) Do you have it on tape somewhere? I it is on tape somewhere I bet I could find a picture my bow is giant on top of my head everyone else is like it's laid down on top and mine's up like Minnie Mouse okay if can you try to post it if you can find a picture if I can find it yeah come on Mary hit up my mom see if she has it um anyway so we've got Charlie Sheen and not getting a big woo not getting a big woo but that's okay um and so what I did find out about when I was trying to figure out like interesting facts about the episode, a bunch of people were just just kept pointing out the fact that all of his insignia is wrong on his oh. movie uniform. And I was gotcha. like, guys, I mean, come on, I don't really care. <laughs> Probably because they had to rent it. I tried to do a shoot once with the military personnel. They wanted like a real uniform. And the problem is, is that nobody who's actually in the military can use their uniform for something yeah. like that so it has to be right. fake yeah so i'm sure that's why it's wrong otherwise it's probably wrong on people would just rent police uniforms and walk right. around terrorizing americans <laughs> i'm sure that's i mean people do do line. that that's true <laughs> well you could just like rent a police uniform from a costume no i store? mean like if it was a real one they would oh. you know what i mean because then you wouldn't be able to tell right. the difference that it's just a fake okay let me ask you this would you be able to tell the difference <laughs> Like, not me, but the other real police could tell. <laughs> yes, I would be like, excuse You're me, not in let the me Navy. check out this insignia. Where's the dolphin on your insignia, sir? <laughs> Apparently, it's supposed That's to be funny. dolphin. Anyway, um, oh. no, I certainly wouldn't know, but surely someone would. Um, yeah, so, so she's like, I've got the pox. And he's like, small or chicken, which is cute. <laughs> and then he's like, you know what? I don't care. Like, I'm not letting blotch, itchy red blotches get in the way. And so he jumps over the table, jumps on the table, actually, walks on it. I know, which I always feel they, like is really weird. It's every time that they, like, stand on the table or the couch in their shoes. Oh. It bugs me. Does that, like, every time? I think it's there's more other... like it's supposed to seem like a really grand gesture, but it just seems like he's... Like you're know. walking on someone's coffee table. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's it too. Like when they're supposed to be like excited or whatever, but it always just bugs me because I'm like, Monica would not stand for that. Shoes on mm-hmm. the couch? I don't think so. Anyway, um, so he marches over the coffee table and kisses her, which is really cute. Um, and and then he ends up getting the chicken pox as well. Mm-hmm. And so, um, oh, I guess I forgot the part where she like reveals she was wearing like a scarf over her face and then she whips it off and there's like <laughs> Hi, Ryan. thunder I love when she's like bobbing her head around <laughs> oh, hey ryan how you going yeah <laughs> um and and then like thunder and lightning strike and he like shrieks and she's like i'm hideous and he's like no no it was the thunder you're beautiful beautiful um and yeah he's basically just like i'm not going to stay away from you so they make out and then he gets the chicken box as well and i think it's just funny that yeah that she's dressed again like a homeschooled mormon mom that teaches art apparently Mm -hmm. and um they're playing board games and stuff and so they get caught scratching each other by ross and rachel um and so who have absolutely no plot in this episode yeah they don't announcing that ben has a chicken pox 
And then the very, very, very end, which we'll get to because it's funny. Yeah. Um, actually, we'll get to it in just like one second here. But um, yeah, they don't have any storyline, which I thought was, I wonder if it was like, we lean too heavily on these two. Let's do some other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. Yeah. They, they need a break. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, right. So Ross and Rachel pretty much just. Like their one plot line really is they walk in and they catch um the they catch Phoebe and Ryan scratching, and so um they tape duct tape oven mitts to their hands, and um there's this cute scene where they're like having di- like a romantic dinner together and they've got the oven mitts taped on their hands and then they like he's trying to tell her how beautiful she is but he's covering her ears with the oven mitts and um. <laughs> And, like, they start making out and rip off their oven mitts and start scratching each other again. And, like, Ross walks in and it's just like, oh, well, whatever. So that's – I mean, honestly, that's, like, kind of it. So it's basically just, like, Phoebe has this guy who's in town for two weeks and it's a bummer because they've got the pox the whole time. Um, The pox. Is there anything else? It's in the very beginning when she's like, my submarine man's coming to town. And he, I was playing here, and he threw saltwater oh, yeah. toffee in. And someone's like, "Is that when you wrote saltwater toffee man?" And she's like, uh, "No, no." <laughs> like no. I love when they ask a question of something that seems like it's pretty obvious that Logical, it would be the answer, yeah. and she acts like it's hilarious. And yeah, or like super weird. Yeah, super weird that they would ever think that. Yeah. Oh, um Phoebe. yeah that's cute and so then at the um at the pretty much the very end when he's saying goodbye he gets this like weird like serial killer vibe about him when he's like they're standing there at the taxi and he's just like saying like bye to everybody in the coffee shop and he's just like well I gotta go I'm gonna miss my flight and it's like you could say like thanks for having me like great to see you I don't know he's just real like cold maybe it's because he's a military man and then when yeah. they leave, he kisses her and then just calls a taxi and doesn't even say bye. So he's got yeah. this weird, weird vibe. Also, we never see him again. He never resurfaces. No, he doesn't. That's true. He never, yeah, never resurfaces. I. It is interesting how Phoebe has all these guys that kind of like float in and out of her life. Mm-hmm. David. I guess, is that the only other one? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, cool. her gay ice-dancing husband... Oh, yeah, that's right. That's true. He kind of pops in a little bit. I think that just adds to her kind of like bohemian, like slightly, um, I can't think of the word, like she's less traditional, Yeah, you know, in general. So like, yeah, spontaneous and whatever. And mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, and so then at the very, so at the very, very end, um, or I guess like when Ryan's saying goodbye, um, Rachel makes a comment like, ooh, Ross, do you think you could get a Navy uniform? And he's like, I'll make some calls. And so then <laughs> at the very end, he like walks in while she's closing down um, one night at the coffee shop. And she's like, ooh, hello, sailor. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm shipping out tomorrow. Let's make tonight count. And I think it's really cute. And then he, like, tries to sweep her off her feet. But she keeps being like, oh, I forgot to turn off the coffee machine. I know. Oh, wait, my purse. Oh, I didn't. And he's just like, whatever. I'll see you upstairs. And just, like, dumps her on the couch. Which, 
I think it's so funny because I think that that's probably so true most of life. Like in the movies, everything's like romantic and sexy and like seamless. And in real life, it's like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to get my purse. (laughs) Yeah. It's like you can't just like sweep me off my feet and we like walk upstairs. It's like I have to actually Someone's got to lock up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to turn the lights off. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's cute. Um, I um, do love in the the Charlie Sheen Phoebe thing when they're like playing Monopoly and she's like rolling the dice on her arms yeah. so, like all the things <laughs> they try to do to like itch when they're like rubbing each other's backs on each other. It's so funny. They do a good job. I I know we've said this before, but I feel like that like crazy situational stuff in comedy is so hard to get because it's just like it's all these outlandish scenarios. And sometimes, like, you know, the writing is a little bit like, what? Like, this is Mm -hmm. so far out there. Like, it just seems like it would be a little hard to make it actually feel like um, it flows or it has a place, you know? But, um, yeah, I was impressed. Look, I I don't know that, like, Charlie Sheen doesn't, like, sweep me off my feet or blow me away here. But I think he uh, handles this, um, like, those scenes and all that stuff. He does it quite well. Do you want to talk about Joey and Chandler next? Yeah. Okay. Because I don't like that one as much as the other one. So yeah, Joey is visiting Chandler wearing a blazer. And I must be the only <laughs> time Joey wears a blazer in all 10 seasons, right? Um, There is the time he works the museum. He also wears a blazer, but oh, that's different. I feel like the that's because it's a uniform. <laughs> blue <Yeah>. blazer black. <laughs> blue blazer black. Um, I, yeah, I think it just looks out of place. But anyway, so he's visiting Chandler and Chandler's like, yeah, dude, like if you want a job here, I can get you one. Honestly, it's just like not that hard. So processing. Is that just data entry? But like the 90s version of data entry? Maybe. It's kind of what it sounds like when he's like, we just move one like set of, I know it has something to do with how much like processing units are used, but I still don't. I just feel like the internet was weird when it was first getting popular. Maybe. Because this is pre-dot-com boom, isn't it? Or is it? It is. Post. When was the mm. dot-com boom? Was that in the Maybe early right 90s? now. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a bubble. Um, Once again, no, we know, know so much. Yeah, it's just one of those weird things that I feel like that job, whatever it is, seems like it's probably been automated and mm-hmm. is like maybe replaced by Power BI reporting, I think, if I had to guess. Power BI, I mean, no idea. I had a feeling you weren't going to know what that was. Um, Business and business insights, I think, is BI. So it's like Power BI is like basically you just get these dashboards that tell you all the things you need to know because it sucks up all the. It's probably what your job is now. You probably are a processor. Change management? Maybe. Doubt it. I don't move. (laughs) numbers from columns now i, I you do don't have, have the weenus prob- i don't have the weenus i was about to say i don't have an anus well let's not get uh, into it <laughs> uh, i'm looking at the anus and i'm not happy <laughs> <laughs> did you think we were gonna didn't think we were gonna take it there we did um hmm. yeah anyway i so joey he's like do you want to just act like a processor and so joey's like Oh, it'll be like I can, you know, I'll be like acting. And he puts on this. He creates a character called Joseph who has two daughters, Ashley, thank you, and Brittany, and his wife, Karen. Oh, we just had a third. 
<laughs> I think it's funny. Um, and so Chandler gets annoyed with them. And I understand later on in the episode why Chandler would get upset because Joey's kind of like basically kissing up to all the bosses and then throws Chandler under the bus. Mm-hmm. But Chandler seems to get upset even before all of that happens. Yeah, I I think that Chandler did a nice thing and offered his friend a job and then it was immediately annoyed at Joey for whatever reason. And he also, I think, I get I get annoyed because it's like he told him to make up a character basically and be an actor, act like a processor. And then he gets annoyed that he does it. Oh, now, man, when he yeah. starts throwing him under the bus, I totally get why he's annoyed. Yes, same. Um, but to me, but it he, seemed more like he was jealous that he's talking to the lady in East Coast Operations or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, I think you're right. I think it was like he was just jealous because he was like, yeah, he had he could conveniently be like, oh, our kids go to the same school. Great. Now we have mm-hmm. a reason to talk and hang out and whatever. Yep. And he does become but, like a kiss up. Yeah. But once he starts being like, yeah, Bing, what's that about? You know, and like. Oh, yeah. Making that him would... look bad. Then I'm like, yeah, yeah get out of here, Joey. This company um, wasn't built on rough numbers. I'd be like, <laughs> he should have called him out and been like, what does that mean? What's the difference? But um, but he's definitely being a killjoy. Chandler's definitely being a killjoy at first. And it kind of reminds me of the time when they go to London and Joey is excited. And immediately, Joe or Chandler is not excited. Like, they go outside with the map and Chandler is just in a bad mood. For no reason. Like, nothing has happened for him to is be there, in a bad mood. He just... Really? Is there no reason for London why he I was I just annoyed? watched it recently, and there was nothing. Like, they literally get off the plane, and then they show them at the hotel. And Joey and Chandler go outside, and Joey's just, like, really into it. And he's, like, right. got the map. And he's, like, I'm going to go into the map. And he's just gets annoyed at him right away. Yes, he gets so annoyed. And I'm like, Chandler, calm down. Like, what is going on with you? Maybe he just um, is tired because that happens. Maybe it does, but I feel like this is the same thing. Where yeah, I hear what you're saying. Someone else has a little too much enthusiasm, and he shoots it down. Yeah, that is very in um, keeping with his character, though. It is. And I think it's a really and... small thing that we don't notice because he does it all the time. But like. I totally get, like I said, I totally get when he starts throwing him under the bus. Like, I would be very annoyed. Like, this is my actual job, and I need this to continue working here. And I don't want to. It's important that I have a good reputation with my colleagues. Yeah. Yeah. But um, when he's just, like, making up a character and having fun with it, I don't really see the harm. Um, I think it's jealousy. But anyway. Um, But I did recently have a shoot where there was this, we were doing this, thing where we were telling a story about a real person the names had been changed but it was kind of like a based on a true story thing and let's just say the character's name was joseph okay and um the guy playing joseph asked all of us to call him joseph for the three-day shoot because oh, it would help him get into character. He was method acting. Method acting, yeah. So no, someone, no one likes someone that. said his someone said his real name, and I was like, I don't know who that is. And they were like the main guy. I was like, oh well, he asked us to call him Joseph from day one, so I have been calling him Joseph. I don't know. 
Did you think his, his real was. name was Joseph? No, I knew his name wasn't Joseph, but no one was calling him his real name. And I had seen it once on a call sheet and then, you know, that's it. So, yeah, he was. I mean, he did a great job. I will say I was very okay. annoyed at first. Oh, OK. But he did a fantastic job. He was really great. Um. So, yeah, that's. That's about that it. Is but uh, yeah, so it, it was interesting. I, it was very interesting. I guess it's like, okay, so like that's one way to play a character. Maybe it's like if it's a character that you wouldn't normally connect with and you can't just easily jump in and jump out of. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not an actor, obviously. I've got a, <laughs> I've got faces for podcasts here. I, that just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess you're, would you just say like you're just really dedicated to what you're doing or is it like, no, that's. Just I think it's annoying. that he was like trying to. I think it was that he was trying to like be that guy because I don't think he's like this guy. And this guy had some like very specific character qualities that I don't think this guy possessed. And that would be um, hard to act for like um, a week straight or you know three days straight. Like wake what up. What about go like to ten sleep? years straight? Real actors? No, I mean like every day, even when you leave the shoot and you're on like. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're asking everybody outside of, like, when you go out to dinner afterwards, it's not like, oh, okay, Chris, come on. It's like he's maintaining that actor 24-7. Oh, I think he – I don't think he stayed in character the entire time. But he asked you to call him that name Mm -hmm. outside of – Yeah. Well, I didn't see him outside of the shoot. I only saw him on set. Okay. So I don't know. (laughs) But, yeah, it was the first time I had ever had that happen, so it was interesting. If anyone has any fun stories about method acting, either doing it yourself <laughs> or being annoyed by someone else doing it or thinking it's a great idea, just let us know. We're interested. I do love at the end, though, when Chandler's like clearly had his fill because Joey has like really, really thrown him under the bus. Been like, oh, yeah. first he thought it was Joseph that dropped the ball, but then it turns out it was you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love how Chandler flips it on its head and it's like, ah, oh, I can't. I can't fire him, but I can have an affair with his wife. You know what? I just did. I just like, did. And Joey gets so hurt and offended at this fake oh, affair. It's, it's so, so funny. funny. The whole I scene is fantastic. I love it. I fully agree. When he was like, why would you do that? The kids. And he, <laughs> and he just, and then he's like, I've got her underwear in my drawer. And he's like, you do? And he's like, no, doofus. She's <laughs> not real. <laughs> oh, it's so, so funny. Right. Okay. So the last one, which I think is the most fun. Um, Richard is Richard's here. Richard's here with Monica and they're in her room. And I have to give Richard, um, some credit for bringing his own bathrobe this time. <laughs> so good on Maybe you, Maybe he Richard. just leaves one there. That's smart. He needs to do that now. So he doesn't have to borrow, even though I do love when they're wearing the girls robes. Um, but so Richard makes Monica's bed and, um, and she's like, Oh, you didn't have to do that. And then when he goes to take a shower and she has to remake it. I mean, she's not wrong that like the the duvet tag should not be up at the head of the bed. Right. Yeah, I don't think that that's that crazy. But um when she starts talking Her about the flower, reasoning is. Yeah, when she's like the flower blossoms have to point up cuz the sun is at the head like okay, no, sorry, just the practicality of it. The tag needs to be at the foot. So, um 
So she's like kind of thinking like, oh, you think I'm crazy? And then he's really sweet about it. And he's like, if mm-hmm. anything, I love you more. And so she leans into it. Um, and then later on in the episode, it comes back in, into the, I guess their whole thing happens in the bedroom. Um, Richard's like sitting in bed reading with his glasses and his tube socks. It's so cute. I don't know how I know. Magnum P.I. is so adorable. He is adorable. Even though the whole way he interacts with her in this episode is adorable. It is really cute. It's a little bit, it's not patronizing. It's quite endearing. He's really like gentle with her. Mm-hmm. And she's like getting insecure, obviously, because she feels like she's revealing her crazy. But mm-hmm. he's just really gentle and sweet about it. I think it's adorable. Um, And so Monica gets annoyed with him because, as we say, like she's kind of talking about all these neuroticisms and, and she's like, you don't have any like little neurotic quirks. And she's feeling bad because she thinks she's got them all. And I mean, she is a bit neurotic, but you know, um, but I wanted to pause and ask you, do you feel like you have any little neurotic quirks? (laughs) Did you know this question was coming? Uh, yeah. And by saying, do you think you do? You're also thinking, I know you do. No, I, I'm actually asking because I can't think of oh. any. I haven't lived with I you. I do. In, I haven't lived with you in so long, Renee. And I was going to ask you the true. same thing about me, but I was like, the only ones, like, I'm sure I've either developed some and hopefully lost some college ones. But no, I want to hear yours. I, I just feel like because you're so Monica, I assumed you probably do have some, but I can't I think am. of are. And the funny thing is, is I don't even think I could put my finger on all of them. We should probably have Matt on for this portion I of the podcast. I was actually about to say, does Matt want to talk to Does he have any quirks and can he talk to yours? I He doesn't really have too many. I have most of them. <laughs> I have I have this thing about evenness and like I like to eat my M&Ms in twos of the same color. What do you do when there's like Always. one green one left? I split it in half and eat it on one each side of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what about is it just M and M's? Like, what if it, let's say we got like a cookie? You just eat uh, the cookie I just normal? Eat, I eat the cookie in even bites, but in anything like M and M's, or if I'm eating like a mixed trail mixer and like nuts or something, I would You'll never eat out like, like an almond and a twos. cashew at the same time. Yeah, I would split it in half and eat it on either side of my mouth, or eat two almonds. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. I forget that it's weird. What but about if you're eating like chocolate chip ice cream? Do you have to get like two chocolate chips in each side or like no? Uh, if it's like I a blended thing, it's two. okay. Yeah. So I, I really do like M&M ice cream, like a McFlurry with M&Ms. Yeah. If I'm going to eat ice cream, that's probably what I want to eat. And you have to get the same color M&M's? That would be like, you I, really it's, spend most no, of your time No, that's much digging. harder. Yeah. So, okay. but that I still will try to get two at the same time. Gotcha. Okay. Because really when I eat ice cream, I just want the cold candy out of the ice cream. I don't really care about the ice cream too much. See, this is why we're so good because I'd want all the ice cream. <laughs> yeah, you I just have want my candy. <laughs> I know I have more weird ones. Like I can't, I don't like to exercise unless I've just brushed my teeth and if I can't have access to a toothbrush then i'll find gum or mints like i need minty freshness in order to work out it's like i don't know it's almost like a trigger like it tells me i don't know i it's a i don't know i have a lot of weird things (laughs) ones i probably don't even realize that i do maybe we do need to get matt on for this portion of the podcast we invite him to join the instagram and post them all later or do a follow-up to this episode (laughs) 
Lucky for us, Ben's in the shower, so he can't come talk about all mine. <laughs> I was going to oh, yeah. say, though. I, I have a weird thing about touching metal. I hate touching metal. I can, like, feel it permeating through my skin. Like, after I touch it. All metal? I don't think you do. Well, like, uncoated metal. Like, okay. So something that will make my hands smell like metal afterwards, like coins. Oh. I don't think this is a neurotic thing, but whenever I'm in public bathrooms, like I'll use my shirt or my elbow or my wrist or my pinky, mm-hmm. like the least amount yeah. of like surface area to, yeah. to open the door and leave. Yeah. And to touch Same. stuff. So, but I think that's just like, you know, good being germ safe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I always, I always think about this when I go into a public bathroom. So let's say you go into a public bathroom and there why are three isn't stalls. it push out? Oh, oh, oh okay. Because why would you ever no. pull the door in to leave? It should always be pushed to leave. That's my thing. Because then if somebody um, doesn't wash their hands, it doesn't matter. You don't have to grab a dirty door handle. You just leave. I don't know. That's true. It's really no, good sense. Like, anyway. I always think, which one of these stalls gets used the least? Yeah. That's the one I want to use. Do you think that? I do. And if I'm like in an office environment, I'll always use the same stall throughout the day because at least I know that out of the hundred <laughs> people that used it, it was me more times than it was somebody else, you know, or like, <laughs> like third, like 90, you know, if there's like, it, it was used 50 times, three of those times was me instead of it being like 49 other times and me once. Does that make sense? Cause it's kind of like, it's yeah. more, more of your germs than less, I guess. <laughs> You're just covering up everyone else's germs with your germs. You've just got less other people's germs, you know, because right. you were in there while yeah. other people were going to use it. But yeah, your I average is that. higher. I don't spend a lot of time thinking about it. Like, I guess I think about it, but I don't, like, let it affect my decision always. Well, okay, but here's the question. You walk into a bathroom. There's three stalls. The first one being closest to you. Which one do you use? So, I mean, like, okay, here's what I think. I guess it's like if you're talking a public bathroom, Mm -hmm. I would think that people probably go for the one closest to the door, but then people also probably go for the one farthest from the door, not the middle unless you have to. Um, I would say that I think if you have to do a number two, you probably go to the farthest away one. So that would be my thought. So maybe I'd use, I'd think that and I'd be like, oh, I don't want to use the farthest one because that's where people are going to like do longer term business. See, I think... People would think, oh, everyone uses the first one, so I'm going to use the second one. Var- ah. Which which then makes me think, oh, maybe I should use the first one. But then I'm and like, but maybe like, everyone but else everyone uses the first that. one because it's closest. Yes. So I don't really know. I'm sure when it's all so evened out, they all it. use the same amount of times. But, yeah. Um, oh, I just hold it. No, <laughs> I go. Um, I drink way too much water to hold it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure I have a lot of really weird, a lot of weird things. I can't even begin to imagine all of them. I don't I know have that. a side of the bed, though. I, I, you like in your own bed, you do, though, right? Like you guys don't just well, mix right. it up every night. Okay. No, no, we <laughs> sleep on the same sides. I sleep on, if you're looking at the bed at home, I sleep on the right right side right if you're like standing at the foot of the bed um but because when our bed faced the other direction we moved our bed oh when it faced the other direction i liked that side because it was closer to the door and that's usually where i prefer to sleep but then we moved our bed and i didn't really feel like i could be 
on a different side. But like when we go like to hotels and stuff and out of town, I feel like I sleep by the door. Except okay. at my childhood home where I sleep away from the door because that's always where I slept. I don't know. I um don't really care which side of the bed, but I sleep on my left side of my body. So I guess it just depends, oh. like, do I want to be facing the other person or do I want to be mm. facing away from them or facing the wall or face like it's just I, I sleep on my left. So it's just like kind of like if I'm sick and then I want to sleep where I'm facing away from the other person. So I'm not breathing into their face mm-hmm. all night or whatever. And I say the other person as if I'm, like, sharing my bed. It'd be, like, either Ben or, like, if we're on a vacation or something. Oh, right. I was like, who? You and who? Oh, you and me. Got it. You, like <laughs> us. Like in Palm Springs. And then I was like, I was going to say, when do we go on vacation? We go on vacation all the time. We do. Speaking Just of vacations, you guys, um, Renee, do you want to tell them about what you're doing right now? Yeah. So, actually, right now, I'm in London. London, baby. Oh, I thought you were going to say in London. Oh, man, I should have. In London. opportunity. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I'm in London. So instead of being six hours apart, like we normally are five hours apart, we are 12 hours apart. And whereas I'm usually drinking wine and Ashley's drinking coffee, we flip-flopped. Except it's Tuesday night and I try not to drink during the weeknights so I'm just drinking sparkling water I know maybe next time I'll have a have a wine for fun next time anyway sorry I I think that's the end of the um that's kind of the end of the Richard Monica stuff I guess like at the very end um he tries to make her feel better did you want to say anything about it before that last part no I I think I think what he says though he's making up well, it, I was going to ask you, like, does it make sense? So he says, I thought of a thing. I have a weird thing. I have to sleep on this side of the bed because I grew up in California. And so I have to sleep on this side or the ocean would be on the wrong side. Yeah. I'm like, well, the ocean's still on the wrong side. It's still I mean, on the ocean's. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're, unless you're flipping over and sleeping with, like, your feet at the head of the bed and your head at the feet. I don't know. Right. I didn't get it. I was like, does that even make sense? Yeah, but maybe it's like he want, he's thinking like the ocean would be right next to him. So if you got out of bed, he would get into the Pacific Ocean get in. instead of getting into the Atlantic. That's the only way I can think that it kind of makes sense. But I know that things like that don't necessarily make sense make to sense, anyone but right. you. That's true. And um, it's cute. I, yeah, I don't know if he's making it up or not, but it's it's cute. Yeah. I it love is. Monica it's and like Richard together. I know. They're so sweet. And this episode is just so cute because it's like He's obviously made an effort to, like, make her feel normal in her, like, yeah. cute little quirks um, rather than teasing her or whatever. Um, but, yeah, it's cute. They cute. They cute. We like them. Well, don't get too attached. Um, okay. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. <gasps> I forgot. Oh, it's the next oh, episode, no. isn't it? Oh, no. Yeah. Gosh, it happened so quickly. I know. I didn't actually even realize it was the next episode when I said that. Oh. I just was being, in general, I was just being a real chammer Bummer. about it. But it's okay, oh. guys. I'm very sorry. It's okay. We're going to get through it. But that so. is the end of the one with the chicken pox. And so next week, we're going to talk about the final episode of season two, the one with Barry and oh Mindy's gosh. wedding. It's insane. 
I know you guys we're nearly there we're nearly through season two this is very exciting very exciting well thanks for joining us for the best friends club pause cast cops cast we don't know yeah (laughs) we're rebranding yeah thanks guys and look we will talk to you 12 hours apart from us next time (laughs) thanks for joining see you next time bye bye Bye.